See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah, so I watched movies this week. So you have movies to I have talk about. Movies on a movie podcast. That's, that's Besides unique. the big two. Yeah, that's unique, isn't it? Hey, who are we? I don't know. Can you tell me? I guess I can tell you. We're, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. I big so. show number 187. I thought so. I wasn't sure, but... What makes us big is the 186 shows we did before. And our egos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all the, the all the, the splendor of podcasting has my ego just inflated off the charts. That's right. We do it for you, the little people out there in radio <laughs> and podcast listener land. Yes. Now, you there below us, continue polishing my ivory tower that I'm sitting in. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. You that don't understand the greatness of our movies will now be able to understand after we experience experience our greatness and all that good stuff. Are you experienced? Yeah, yes. me and Jimmy Hendrix. Yes, my name is Mal. With me as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. And as we mentioned, this is Slow Robot Go Go, the B through Z ga- Z grade movie review. Or Z gate movie. Z guy. Z gate. Or zeitgeist movie. Yes, or podcast. Yeah. Hey, and. Another big shout out to Germany. Yeah, Germany. We're 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 getting huge in Germany, man. Wow, that's pretty damn good. Oh uh, yeah, we're getting hits every day. Some days Germany is beating America in the listenership. That is awesome. It is awesome. That shame on you, America. No, you should be like doing better. But no, you're yay, not yay for Germany, man. Let's go. Let's go. Yay, do some Germany! Live. But come on, America, you're let's being challenged. Go do challenged. some live B movie reviews in Germany, man. Yeah, well, I, I, like you said, I've been threatening to find some movies made in Germany, and I'm sure I can visit my homeland. That's right. Uh, I love you, Germany. All right, boy. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Japan fan. And Germany. And Germany. Hmm. Uh oh. The Axis. They better watch. As long as you're not part <laughs> Italian, I guess. It's I better okay. watch it. Yeah. No, no Italian. Oh. Okay. Hey, that's not too bad. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Ah, yes. Anyway. So. I did I, not watch any movies. Nothing? So, nothing. So, no. on to you and oh your list. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, there's a couple. This is all mainstream movies. Oh. Yeah. How about that? Oh, wow. Went to see The Martian. In, oh, the in theater. 3D theater sense around. Uh, good movie. Okay. Um, yeah, it was good. It was one of those. It was kind of like uh, what was that one where that guy is trapped on the planet and he has to he has to manufacture oxygen. He's living in that in that. Um, remember the rolling fireballs are outside. Are are like, Robinson Crusoe on Mars? Yes, Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it. I I, I love the movie. I watched it a million times. It was like that in that. He, he was uh, always figuring out ways to like stay alive. Like he had to manufacture food, and it was a lot of that science math where they're like, "Well, it's going to take 385 days, and and he only has 207 days worth of food, and blah blah." Like all that math, you know. Um, it it was well done. Of course, it was well done. I mean, you know, but it, it was um. It was just a fun movie. You it know was a good you, movie, you know. You know what the it, problem with that movie is. <laughs> I'm Matt Damon. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Matt Damon. Yeah. Well, he worked in this one. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. I'm not a huge fan of Matt Damon, but he worked in this one because the astronaut was kind of um, he had a sense of humor about what his situation, so that was good. Uh, you know, I don't directed know. by Ridley Scott, I think. Yes. Okay. Yep. And I love, of course, you know, I love Ridley Scott stuff, so. Yep. For the most part. So, yep, it was a fun time. I, I, did, was the 3D good? I mean, did Yes, like, not distracting. It was just good. Did, like, um, space rocks fly in your face and, and now, all that? Now, that's one thing. The good the good 3D movies <laughs> in the IMAX theaters, you don't notice it. Okay. You know it's there, but it's almost just like... It just adds to to your senses, not whoa! Look, I found this the trombone. Look, yeah. Yeah. Look, the pink, look, the 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 ping pong ball or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that ball on <laughs> the string. Look, I found a ball on the string. Boing boing. Look, boing. a bow and arrow aimed right at you. But but the, okay, yeah. with, with your with your glasses, does the 3D effect work yeah. over the glasses? Oh yeah yeah yeah. They okay. just it goes right over. It's All no right. problem. All right, sounds good. Then I watched X Men: Days of Future Past. 
which I've seen a million times because I never remember that I saw it. Hmm. Um, eh, it was all right. It was good. I, I do enjoy the X-Men stories or movies, even the goofball ones. I'm like, eh, whatever. They're all right. They're pretty funny. Uh, then I watched Mad Max Fury Road. I thought you'd seen that before. No, no. I wanted to see that one in the theaters, and I, and I didn't. still in the theaters? Or no, 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 no. Out? I got that on Netflix. Oh. Um, I know. Stuff comes to DVDs so fast now. Wow. It's like 10 minutes in there. Oh, yep. It's back. It's on DVD now. Um, eh, eh, it was, I don't know, it was good, it was, uh, I wasn't in love with it, like, Mad, Mad, Mad Max Fury Road got, like, an incredible score on, on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm almost not sure how or why, <laughs> um, it's not, again, it's not that it's a bad movie, I like the Mad Max movies, even the, the absurd ones, I thought they were good, this one was just really over the top, like, extreme everything. Because the CGI, oh, maybe? Oh, yeah, crazy. And uh, not enough Mad Max. Uh-huh. It was like this. It was good though. I mean, like I sound like I'm really negative on it. It was just it. It was very odd. The story was odd, but it was a good story. And eh, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay. Had the villain. Had the good guys. Had the bad guys. Had these weird m- machines that are just destroying other machines. You know, so it was fun. All right. Yep. And then I watched Cloud Atlas, which is this crazy movie I don't know it was almost a little too smart for me mm. it was a but it was powerful good movie and uh it reminded me that Tom Hanks is an insanely good actor okay um I don't know like I always say Kurt Russell is like my favorite actor or one of my favorite actors is in that most everything he does I enjoy he's funny he's seems like a really you know, good person genuine genuinely and uh and I feel the same way about Tom Hanks, and I actually kind of revere him more for his acting, you know, because everything when he does stuff, he seems to do a very good job at it. And, that, and this movie here definitely challenged his. He did had a few different roles in it, and it was um, and they were challenging roles, and he did them all very very well. And it was just one of those things where you're like, wow, reminding me that he is such a good actor, you know. Not digging him though. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah, you have any? Do you have any actors like that that you uh, that you, that kind of stand out as like you know you you admire them for their stuff? Mostly in the B, in mostly in the uh, in in the B movie uh-huh, yeah. genre, not the mainstream. Well, there's plenty of them. I mean, we've we've done their movies in here. You know, I love the classic guys and you know Vincent Price and all those guys. Boris, you know, my favorite, one of my favorites is Barbara Steele. But no, no, not not a main a mainstream actor. Not really. No, yeah. not really. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Mr. Glory Stomper, you know, he was always fun. Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper, maybe, but no, but you know, yeah, some of his stuff is crazy. Time that, that's what I like. I like yeah. when the actors go like, you know, when they go like crazy or whatever. But not really. No. Yeah, I don't like too many of today's actors. That's for damn sure. Really? Yeah, I don't like them. I don't like them at all, actually. Not even Kurt Russell. Or, yeah, or, or Kurt Russell's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I like Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> Kurt Russell's cool. Man. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, Russell, yeah. but I'm talking about. Oh, you mean like folks. modern, modern stuff? Yeah, I'm talking about the Twilight. Hugh Jackman and, you know, and oh my God, those and, Twilight. You know, those kids. people like that. You know, that elk, oh, that pedigree of uh, you know. Whatever. Those Twilight movies were the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, I didn't no, even see them. You, you made me watch one. Ah. Well, I, only, I only watched 15 minutes of it. You're like, I, you, I concede you win. <laughs> yeah, and I, if it wasn't, if it, if it wouldn't have been your disc, I would have like thrown it and crashed it. I would have like thrown it at the. Na- I would have gone outside like a frisbee, thrown it into the wind, and just see where it lands. I've you never know? seen anything like that. It was so bad. They're for they're for girls. I couldn't even watch the Rift Tracks version of it. They're for girls. You know, because Rift Track really tore on it, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And I watched like 20 minutes of it. And I was like, "I can't even get through the Rift Tracks of this movie." I mean, I don't it's mind so I don't mind vampire movies, but when the but when the vampire <laughs> boys start taking off their shirts and all that, I'm going like, "Who is who is this for? This yeah, isn't for me." You know, sparkly little hollow chested, yeah, bird chested yeah, guys. Yeah. Like, oh. And this, like, you know, I actually saw a picture today. Of that girl that's in those movies, and she actually smiled, which is like, wow! I didn't know she had the ability to smile because every time I've seen a picture of her, she's always looking dour. She's, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, she did that Joan Jett movie, and she did that really well. She was okay in that. Yeah, because well, I mean, the that, Runaways. Yeah, that was thing. Joan Jett's. Yeah. Shtick. That was yeah. her. You know. Anyway. She doesn't smile either. Enough about that crap. What else did you watch? No, that's it. Oh, okay. That's a a lot for me anymore. Oh, my God. I used to watch so many movies, and now I just don't have time anymore. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 
Gotta make time. I don't like I said I don't like mainstream, so I don't watch it. Television isn't really for movies anymore, even though there are movies. I tell you what I do. I saw one movie that I usually when if it's on TV and I forgot to record it last night, but I'll get it. There's mo- Do you ever have movies where you like if you see them on TV you stop and watch them? Yeah. The other day it was in the morning. It was just the very end of the movie on Flix or one of these that I was flap- flipping around. Kentucky Fried Movie was on. Oh, of course, I had to stop to watch it. I love that. There was that end scene where like the cameramen are watching the people like doing it or whatever, you know. And I was like, oh, oh my oh, God, uh, they're playing this on television. All the That's news, so cool. all the news people are like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, right. And there's the Zucker Brothers playing the the three guys on this. So great. Dad, that there's a few of them like that, but that was on the other day, and I was like, oh, I have that on disc. I love that movie. I was like, when's it on again? It was like last night, and I forgot to record it, so I was like, yeah, well, they'll play it again or whatever. But there's movies that you don't expect to see on television. And you're like, oh, this movie is so messed up. Yeah, that's great that they're playing. Every it now and then, Death Race 2000 will pop up. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a not in a long time. In a long though. time, but yeah, I haven't watched that in a, in a long time. I bet you it's been two years since I've watched that. I have to watch it again. Yeah, the last time you watched it was probably when we, when we reviewed it. No, I watched it since then, but oh yeah, okay. yeah, uh, All right. it's that's one of those movies I really enjoy watching um, at various stages throughout my life, just because it's always with me, so I always like watch it. It just kind of it means different things at different points in your life, you know. <laughs> when you're a kid, it just means that's cool cars running people over and. Then you get a little bit older, you see some of the political statements and some of the, you know, and then you see, get a little bit over and you realize it's kind of bashing about society, has how we glorify, like, certain things. Yeah, it's just an, it's one of those interesting movies that keeps giving presents back, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, well, let's go to a trailer break, and then we're going to jump right in, feet first, right into our movies. Or head first. Head first would be better. So where are you headed? Aspen. Mmm, California. Beautiful. The swing and hit picture with a swing and hit song, The Happening. It's the sound of the Supremes on the title song with a tempo today in a new kind of motion picture excitement, The Happening. From the director and writer of Cat Baloo, starring Anthony Quinn, George Maharis, Michael Parks, Faye Dunaway, and Robert Walker Jr. One day you're me, you the Happening, a mobster, a chick, and three young guys on a wild $3 million taper. The Happening, from Columbia Pictures in Technicolor. Wake up to The Happening. There's been one great disaster after another. First came the theme, then the birds. There was the day the earth stood still, and the day the earth caught fire. If it didn't come from another world, it came from beneath the sea. But now comes the greatest disaster film of them all, The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Can nothing stop this tomato onslaught? Yes, disaster fans, killer tomatoes. And the more you try to stop them, the messier things get. <laughs> the attack of the killer tomatoes with a cast of 3,642. The most terrifying movie ever, says Better Homes and Gardens. See! Attack of the killer tomatoes. The first disaster film that's truly a disaster. Rated PG. You know, they brew 10,000 bottles of beer a day, I drink 45 off the assembly line, and I'm the asshole. It's incredible how many things we feel we know seem to quickly fade, remembering just the afterglow with each passing year. How it all could have been When looking back Some cold and lonely dawn It's incredible That we can't simply Open wide All the happy 
that we keep bottled up inside It's incredible how much we really are Say, Dr. Morbius Yes? What was that glorious tune we were listening to just before we clicked the record it's button? It's incredible. That's by, incredible. By Bobby Boyle. Sung by the great Bobby Boyle. Bobby Boyle? Bobby Boyle. Anyway, it's the theme to our movie, first movie of today. <laughs> the incredible two-headed transplant. The companion to the thing with two heads. Written by the same guy. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. He, 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 had a trying to, <laughs> he was trying to make this a genre, and the world was like, no, this yes. is not what we're doing here, bro. <laughs> yes, this is the companion piece to the thing with two heads. That was the comedy. <laughs> this was the serious movie, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> with lots of interesting people, in it, including Bruce Dern, our buddy from... You know, the, uh, the that one movie with Adam Ant, the end of the world movie. Oh, and God. What was the name of that one? That was so stupid. World Gone Wild. World Gone Wild. And also, what was that was one? The biker uh, movie, The Cycle Savages oh or whatever. God. He's and been in some real sh- stinkers. And, uh, oh, and then what was that one that I liked, though? The oh. si- cl- Silent Running? Silent Running, yeah, the sci-fi thing. He did Silent Running right after this. That's when he kind of big. But he did a lot of... He did lots of movies before this, lots of mainstream movies. He's an movies. odd looking guy. He's a that's why he plays heavies in all the movies because yeah. he's like really angry and odd looking. <laughs> he is like angular he's like, face. He's like Buscemi in that like like he's a good actor, but he's a kind of weird looking, you know, you're like, well, the the acting world needs that too. And you he's ro- and he's rocking the porn stash in this movie big time. So good for him. And uh, <laughs> this guy, this movie, I don't know, man. And and and, and Shaggy's in this movie. Casey Kasem. No, Casey Kasem. And Marilyn from the Monsters, as you've never seen her before. Oh man. Where like being all sexy and you know and, yeah, and all that good really, stuff all throughout really the. Pretty. And she only did a f- she only did a few movies. <laughs> this is one of the last ones she ever did. So probably uh, because of this is probably that she was like, "I'm done here. We're done here." <laughs> it's too bad because I would have liked to have seen <laughs> even more of Marilyn Monster. She was but, like, um, "I'm gonna take my money and go marry a rich guy, and that'll be the end of it." Yeah, this. and you know how much she got paid for this movie because they had a five thousand dollars. That's oh it, my buddy. God, that's it. Maybe Bruce got ten grand, maybe if he was lucky. And Casey Kasem probably got that belt buckle he was rocking. <laughs> that's all he got. And the and the ascot too. Yeah, they're like they're like, uh, what, what's my pay? I'll give you this shiny belt buckle. He's like, hmm, that is a pretty, that's a pretty. Uh, <laughs> that's a nice belt buckle you got there. It's right. What, what would they say? Uh, that's a that's a fantastic groove, man. What would they say? I don't even know any sixties lingo. Oh, I don't know. That's a happening buckle. Man. Yeah, it's a happening buckle. That's Daddy a happening buckle, man. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and 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 the lead guy, the other head, Albert Cole, who cracks me up because he's. <laughs> That's an idiot. He was in a, he was both both the two headed guys, the two both of them were all were both in Al Adamson movie. The main guy, the seven foot four guy, was in I think he was in Glory Stompers or whatever. Yeah, he was that big guy that kinda came yeah. out of nowhere and started yeah. swinging. John know? Bloom and he was also in Dracula versus Frankenstein as the monster. So we've seen him in a few movies. Oh, and Albert Cole Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Albert Cole, the the other guy, the sleazy guy, the the serial rapist killer with a little God r- that rocking the pencil pencil thin stack, doing the Burt Reynolds kind of prototype thing. He was in Al Adamson biker movies too. Yeah. He reminds me of the guy from The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Oh yeah, yeah, like, you're right. That's who he yeah, reminds me yeah, of. Like, like that's Eli, not who he is. But Eli Wallace. Yeah, that's. I was always like, oh, I wish it was him. I like. I don't know, but, but he's, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, he does. He, he in his mannerisms and his look, he looks like the guy from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah, you're right. The ugly. Yeah, yeah the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like again, this movie was written, given to you by, written by the same man who gave you the incredible, the, the thing with two heads and Glory Stompers. This man actually wrote the Glory Stompers, the Hellcats, and other movies, including this classic, the yeah, incredible yep. two-headed transfer from 1971 from AIP. Wow, pictures. That's uh, that's something. It, it is something. <laughs> this movie is something. <laughs> I can't say I liked it, but I don't know. It was it was um <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> it got an it got kind of got like annoying. And I and I like, hear me out. Uh, it is know. a little slow. Well, I didn't mind the slowness. I I minded that the 
second anything happened, it was just about raping a girl. It was like well, the first yeah, the guy was a serial rapist. Oh my yeah. god! You know, like it would have been a better angle when it, when they sewed his head onto the guy that because he killed that guy's dad, the 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 seven foot four guy. Yeah, yeah, Wouldn't it have been better if he would have remembered that and constantly been punching that guy with his other arm and yeah, fighting? Like, yeah, I know, but John Blue, <laughs> that would have made like more of a comedy. Oh, my actually. God, because he would have just kept punching his own, his own face. You like, killed my daddy. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like the whole movie, that's where I thought it was going to go, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll trod through this part to get to the good part. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Oh, man. This is a serious movie. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> at least he would, uh, maybe, maybe, at least he could maybe ripped his head off. You killed my dad, and then, and, and then punched his head. And punched his head while he was like, you know, the other guy, ooh, ooh, ooh. But then, then that would have made it a comedy as opposed to the serious movie that this is. This, this, this whole genre before CG uh, effects were a thing, you better really like the guy you're with. Yeah. <laughs> you're touching cheeks and holding bodies a lot to make these shots happen, and that's gross. And like, yeah. And how'd they do it? How like do you? That, uh, you know, the, the guy, guy that was standing behind him. What on, a, on an apple, bi- uh, uh, like an apple cart thing, Probably or whatever? like on a crate or something. Yeah, an apple crate, because uh, that guy, like you say, he's seven, seven four. Seven four, yeah. He had to be standing on something to get up there. You get, you're gonna, and you're also getting a lot of long shots showing the back of the guy walking. But then that would have been like a fake head. That's what I mean. Like that, they did that a lot, where they just had like that fake head kind of bobbling around. From far away. Oh and, yeah. Uh, it's like it's far enough that you're not gonna quite see that it's just a styrofoam I, head. I think this is our three, a third two-headed movie because we did the Manster, which is a two-headed movie. We did the <laughs> the thing with two heads and the incredible two-headed. Transplant. I'd like to go on record and say I hope this is the last two, two-headed record. Uh, two-headed. I don't know. <laughs> You may have another oh, one. No. Maybe another one. How many can there days. be? This is, this, is a, this is a good chunk of the genre, as it were. But I guess uh, you could... Would, would Ghidra... No, that has... How many heads? The three No, heads. he had like three Yeah, three so heads, that, wouldn't, yeah. that wouldn't qualify. Yeah, and this also has like... Um, oh, God, how can I say it? This is like t- towards the end of like AIP's... <laughs> "Quote unquote glo- golden <laughs> period." They still had a, they still had a little bit of juice left in. But their golden ca- period was kind of like a bronze period. That's as yeah, far as they ever bronze. got. The bronze is good, you know. <laughs> third, but, uh, third place, you know. Yeah, you know. But after this, you know, even though they did come up with like, you know, stuff like Death Race 2000 or whatever, and they had the yeah. five movies or whatever. By the early 70s, they were still strong. By about 74, 75. You know, this kind of schlocky greatness was kind of like going away on the way out. Whatever, yeah. On the way out, because I guess people were. I guess, I guess you kind of grew. You know, it's all weird. It's weird to say this, but you kind of grew up with these movies as a little kid. And if you grew up with these movies as a little kid, by the time you get to seventy-five, you're already like a teenager and you're getting older. So you're already like, nah, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think these are generational movies for a certain generation, like me and people of my age or whatever that kind of like saw this on television or went to the theaters and you know it means just, more to you because it's something di- it's different it's it not- affected us more we read about mm. it in the magazines we saw the movies on television we enjoyed the creature features with them the actors we followed them through you know the yeah, career by my by my age um these weren't even these weren't even Anyway. They weren't even on television. They were nothing. Yeah, like, I 80s, didn't know these existed until you just gave this to me today, like this week. And in the eighties, they probably could have shown up, like the creature feature on television, pretty but much died like in the late eighties. So you may have seen them, but they you transitioned to the to the like not even the blob, like uh, uh what's that Toxic Avenger and that yeah, kind of weird yeah. stuff. The eighties transitioned to that over the top craziness. You know? But on television. Like if you if you sought it out, you had to seek it out. You probably would have seen this in the 80s. To the end date with this on television would have been the 90s. It would have, you wouldn't have seen it anymore. But in the 80s, I still remember. I mean, I have a recording off television uh. from like 87 on oh, local okay. television. So it's still it was uh, still around because it was probably still, one of those that you got for nothing. Or yeah, it was late night TV. Yeah, yeah they, they, they bought, bought a package. package. They, they bought a package of of movies, and that was just kind of in there. So. Eventually, it's going on. Yeah, eventually it was going on because the, the the you know the people go hey you know we got we still got a bunch of horror movies that we pay for all right let's just do a horror night or whatever. We bought ten of them. Here's one of them. You know. Yeah, but by the mid seventies, you know, it was like the the kids that grew up watching them in the drive-ins were like yeah I don't know if I want to watch that I want to watch sci-fi or I want to watch a 
you know, a Terminator movie or something like that or whatever. So yeah. they ended up being on the late night circuit, which was which was back then where everything went to like that was the final resting place or whatever. <laughs> and it was a great resting place. I mean, yeah, because that's gone uh, now. Now it's all infomercials. That that yes that the, that killed everything. That killed did. the late late show, the infomercial. Because yeah. infomercials are just horrible. You know how video killed the radio star. Well, infomercial <laughs> killed the B, the late late show and B movie. But at any rate, shame. we still have it on DVD and now on Blu-ray. So yeah. you know we still mm -hmm. can enjoy it or or not enjoy it as you as you choose <laughs> to uh, as, as 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 you choose to. But anyway, this follows in the traditional mad scientist. Yeah. You know the thing that couldn't die I just gets mad doctors are always they just go crazy well have you, did you notice I had a, a, well hence the name mad doctor sorry go ahead yeah. there's been a theme the past few weeks we've had mad doctors from my yep. side of the yeah uh, it's always I, I assumed it was for like Halloween to celebrate Halloween but maybe yeah. just, it just went, just went with a theme yeah I just went with a theme or whatever so anyway so this is like your typical mad doctor, Bruce Dern's like I think he was kicked out of the uh, yeah. out of out of the the, the his profession for being yeah. like uh, crazy you know, town for being yeah. experiment and, and he's like and he's experimenting with this other older guy who's like got his, of, of the his old assistant with a shriveled hand like in the brain that couldn't die yeah or, you know on two headed things a lot got, of nods to other things you know yeah. this this movie's all about other things yeah you know? this movie has a pedigree as they say in, in B movie uh, <laughs> in B movie sure, references sure does actors, yeah <laughs> and so I I guess they're they're experimenting with two-headed because eventually the old doctor who seems to be kind of like not controlling Bruce Dern but kind of like uh, you know helping him and maybe pushing him in the direction wants a new body or something like yeah. that because he's old and shriveled up and you know all that kind of which is of course yeah, it's ulterior motives but yeah but he's and that that, that actor is fine Barry Kroger yeah, he's yeah. fine at what he's doing he's, he's you know he does a couple turns in the movie where yeah. you're like wait what are what? All right, I guess. You yeah, know. yeah, he's he's a good actor, Barry yeah. Kroger. He was in a he was another B movie guy. He was in Nightmare Wax and a few of those others. So, you got those two guys, and they've and they and by the way, just to just to make you just to, just to like w tell you, I read a, an interview or a, a thing with the guy who worked on the movie. No animals were harmed during this movie. They were fake heads on all the animals. I thought they would be because you see like a two-headed monkey. The two-headed snake was real because that does happen. Well, that's yeah, that's a real thing. They probably. That might have been. They, he probably saw that at a and at a bought zoo it or something. And like then was that. like, "Well, I got to make a movie around this, you know, or whatever." I don't the know. The two-headed rabbit, fake rabbit. Yeah, okay, head, you good. Know, no, That's yeah. good to know. Uh, now, to be the two-headed monster was real. They really did graph Albert Cole's head on John Bloom. It, that's that's yes. real. Yes, that's that's going the extra mile for your craft. That's that, just, yeah, that's method. Just good, it's, it's method acting. It's just the good actors do. It's the method, man. You know, that's why that's the method why, man. That's the, the rapper. Method man. That's the rapper too. Yeah. That's why Dennis Hopper didn't want to be in this movie because he was so method that he would have to like have <laughs> he had his head decapitated in order to get it, you know, real. Yeah. Or so you got him. Yeah, and, man. Hey, man, glory stopper. Yeah. Hey, glory stopper, man. I want to get the man. But anyway. Uh, and then you've got his uh, his his weird his his poor wife Bruce Dern's wife who's like wants Bruce real bad but he's busy with his doctor in the in in the in the room and she's all horny and needs him and all that and she can't get him out of the room so she ends up calling like his buddy uh, swinging Casey Kasem. Yeah, I, I think Casey Kasem would have swung in and grabbed the the girl. I think he, I think that was his chance, you know. Yeah, I he, mean, he, I think he would have in real life. I don't think Bruce yeah. Dern could hold on to that girl. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Bruce Dern was a pretty rough guy, but anyway, uh, so I guess they call him over and she's like, "Oh, you got to come and talk to him and get him out of there because he won't leave." And it's been six months since we've been married, and I don't want. I want a divorce. I don't know. She's all <laughs> whiny and crap. So he drives over there in his like Camaro or whatever the hell his car was. You know that was like a wheel. Oh, what the heck was it? It was like a. I, I don't know what it was. It was like a, some kind of a Buick, um, a Saber. I think was it was a Saber. My dad used to have a Buick a Saber. But I, I might be wrong. I don't know. It's not. It was. It was like an odd hot rod. You know. It was. It was kind of a fast car, but it was more of a luxury car. But I, who yeah. can't go ahead. Sorry. So he's set up and he's trying to like you know he's trying to talk him into come out and we'll go somewhere blah 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 but but in that but actually we should go back to the real beginning which is where like the serial rapist albert cole oh, is breaks into a house kills a bunch of people and is about to rape some young woman and he's doing he's pretty sleazy he's doing his oh. best you know and he, but of course this isn't a movie this is from 71 this isn't going to show you any 
like you know Good. thing except for like you know ripping the shirt or whatever you know so he's in there doing that and then the cops get him and they break in and they 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 you know they they nab him as he's trying to escape or whatever and then he said they they take him to court and you know he's sitting there in court and then like the the judge sentences him to uh insane asylum or whatever and then that's yeah. when the psychedelic titles come on or whatever oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah that's the setup for the beginning he's he's you know he's the serial rapist and he's in jail and he's in the and he's in the mental yeah, he side murders right? people and he's, he's just total terrible so you got him yeah. and then you got the doctor with the with the you know the horny wife and then you've got like and then the other people are the the big uh you know slow uh gardener <laughs> and his dad who are you know like you know working for Bruce Dern and the wife Pat you know, Pat Priest kind of feels sorry for him because he's like something happened to him where he got stuck in a mine and like it, it, yeah. it stunted his mental growth. He got he got choked or something in the it mine. It was weird, yeah, because he uh, he had a flashback at one point where he walked up to it and he's like hearing the kids saying, "Come on, let's go play." And yeah, he got stuck in the like, mine okay. and he lost oxygen and it kind of like stunted his <laughs> ability. So he's like humongous, but he's he's like a kid, child mentality or whatever. Yeah. So you've got this is this is like the, the the three elements of like you know the of the stew that will you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> of, of the, the crockpot's on high the, and all the ingredients are in there and now it's and, gonna and, just bubble and, for a and, while and the crackpots are high too yeah they, oh yeah they are yes, so they are so at anyway um and then at some point uh, Albert Cole escapes very yeah, easily yes they smash cut to this guy killing a guy and leaving and you're like wait he escapes what? from the insane like, uh, from the from it looks like it's a low security yeah. insane asylum <laughs> for a guy who's a murderer and a rapist you want to put him in a low security yeah. insane asylum but yes that's what they did that back was then. one of the weird that was one of the weirdest edits <laughs> that I've ever seen because it was just it just went from like a thing to go bang dead guy running and driving away I was like and because then he killed that lady too and took her groceries or whatever yeah 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 but you're like wait what I, just like you just it was, it, it was no it just didn't fit but it was you're like okay I guess we're here now you know and then he's driving drinking that milk and and, and, and he gets in some Ford uh, Fairlane or yeah. something like that or whatever and he's like driving around and then you know on the other hand you know Bruce Dern is still annoy, avoiding his wife and she's like she's horny you can tell because all she wears is like bikinis and she's like or she's like taking a bath and her bubble bath and we get to see that too and you know she's like you know the big the you know john bloom the big guy kind of likes her but she likes him but not in that way she feels sorry for him or yeah. whatever you know so there's all that stuff going on and then of course in order to move the plot along albert cole ends up like you know the serial rapist ends up at the house of course he does and yeah. he of course goes after you know mrs uh mrs scientist pat priest while the other guys are away i think the, the i think albert uh, you know the the big guy and his dad were like some off somewhere yeah they were off they, well they were off like doing work and um and then he cut this guy comes in and she screams and then bruce dern comes out and and gets shot with like a an arrow or something? No, wait, what happened? No, he just gets he just gets like hit. Oh, he just he hit, gets yeah, he gets up hit, and they yeah. hog tie him or whatever. Yeah, that's right. He hog ties him and they then kill the dad. They kills the dad because the dad hears ruckus coming in while the, yep. other, the other kid went away, walked away, took a walk somewhere, and the dad comes in and he ends up axing him in the head with that's a right. scythe okay. or something yeah. like that, and then he hog ties Brewster and he takes Marilyn out and he's gonna go out and rape her and then all of a sudden it's like the old guy shows up. And he goes, hey, right? I think the old guy shows up because he was in the, he was in the. No, the big guy. The old guy's dead. Oh, the big guy shows up. Yeah, yeah. The big guy shows up. Because she thinks up, he's, he's gonna save her, but yeah. he's he's like traumatized. He's not. He isn't doing anything. Bruce Stern couldn't even get him to untie him at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, let me go, go let, me, let me out of this, you know. And then finally, because then the then the assistant shows up the and, assistant they get, and untie's and they uh, get in the car with two shotguns. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, they get the assistant wasn't around. He was in his he was doing his experiments or whatever. Uh, so then and the big guy's like hugging his dad. He's like, daddy, you know, doing like a, a mice and men thing or whatever. <laughs> and then Albert Cole's got Bruce Dern hogtied and he takes Marilyn Munster, you know, Pat Priest at. And he's going to do his business on her or whatever. And then, yeah, you're right. The assistant, the old guy, sh comes out from wherever he was. I forgot if he was out yeah, or no, whatever. No, he was in the lab. He was in the lab. He was in the lab. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like unties him. And he goes, oh, we're going to get her. You know, you got, he's, he took off with her. So they get in the car. And they're driving around. And they pass her. Yeah. And you're going like, uh-oh. Yep. And they see you in the radio yeah, mirror. Yeah, because this is weird. And 
you know, again, th- this is so uncomfortable. At every turn, this guy is brutalizing women, and you're like, just, ugh. Well, that's why you were at the root against him. You want to hate him, you yeah, know? Well, and and I, you it, do hate it him. It worked, yeah. And so then, but then they go, they hear her screams, and they turn around in the world's biggest car. It was like one of those old Cadillacs, in the, yeah, yeah, like yeah, from yeah. the 70s, and those were freaking huge. Yeah, oh, yeah. So they yeah. come pulling up. They were a boat. They used to call them boats. As yep. The th- this is my favorite part, because... He's walking away with the girl in hand, and the old guy just blasts him in the back with a shot. Yeah, 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 that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, yeah, finally, someone that's taken my sensibilities. No talking, no bullshit, just boom, and then dead. <laughs> Shoots him right in the back, and you're like, wow. So <laughs> this guy was great. So he drops down. She goes over. They're safe. Then, they, then the two guys drag this body to the car and you're like uh-huh okay <laughs> there's a reason he shot him in the kidney area or the back it wasn't yeah, it was yeah. so he would keep the head alive as they say because they haven't been able to perfect their experiment because the monkey died yeah but then they find out the monkey just died from a heart attack natural yeah. causes you're yeah, like natural causes yeah like, okay i guess that's a leap you could make but yeah so so they go oh, i think we have an idea let's try to resuscitate you know <laughs> this guy let's try to keep him alive and he goes well you know, it's like, well, what are we going to do? It's a two-headed thing. And the doctor's like, I have a plan. And I have an idea. Well, let's get uh, let's get Big Boy in here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, he goes, oh, no, you don't want to do it to, you know, John Bloom or whatever. He's a nice guy. And I said, well, you know, his dad's dead and blah, 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 and this and that and the other thing. So that Bruce Stern's like very easily... Uh, very easily, like, you know, Swayed. convinced, swayed yeah, oh, yeah, by yeah. the doctor. The doctor's like Svengali to Bruce Stern. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, now Marilyn Munster's like, He's know, like, we can't do that. You should. Okay, I guess we'll do that. That's yeah, I guess we do that. <laughs> so I forgot how they got him in there. They drug him yeah. or they bring and him Marilyn, in. And Marilyn is just, she is the pass-out queen. Yeah. She She's one of those actresses at, in this movie who just swoons, passes out, and then is just gone from the scene while they do other stuff. Yeah, she yeah, passes yeah. out like four times in this movie, like, oh, from the shock. And uh, yeah. and then she's still like, oh, my husband won't come out. He's still in there. Won't you come out? And he's like, well, I'll be out soon. And I promise you, I'll take you to, to Lake Tahoe or whatever, you know. But meanwhile, you know, here's something to help you sleep or whatever. And he gives <laughs> it, he dopes her up while he goes back in there. So now they've already done the, the transplant. They got Albert Cole, the evil guy's head on one side. And John Bloom on the other, and they're keeping him like you know, you know, sedated or yeah. whatever. And they're keeping him like Frankenstein down, like yeah, where the, like the arm, the, the arms are, and legs are all are chained down. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got him chained down or whatever. Oh, it's success. Oh my God, you know, we've done it. Yay, and all that. And Marilyn Munster's like, oh my God, she finally calls Casey Kasem again. Yeah. He says, you got to come back or whatever. And he goes, okay, all right, you know. you got to get him out of here because he was like another doctor or whatever, you know. So he's like, yeah, yeah. And he, and he comes and he shows up, but he can't convince him to like, you know, oh, no, 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 no I'm not done with it. You come back. you got to go. He's like, get out of here. He says, yeah. He's like, you got to go. Oh, no, no. He doesn't kick her out because at this point they've already escaped. When yeah, Casey yeah. Casey when Casey shows. Casey shows up, they've already so, escaped. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, because so, right, the yeah, big guy... Right. Like they wake up and the, and this the Albert Cole is that his name? Yeah, the the bad uh, yeah. one. The co- uh, he he convinces he he says now break these out and he like kind of takes over the body even though it's the big dude's head is still there. Yeah. So he's like the dominant head on this gigantic body and they immediately break out and run away and they immediately go to like they have this biker scene. Yeah. But I think Casey Kasem is before that. Like oh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, because he breaks out. Then Casey Kasem shows up because at this point Dern's like has to go find his guy. That's right. That's and he's right, like, yeah. you got to get out of here now. And he's like, he's got you to get right. out of here now. We're busy right now. We can't. Yeah. That's right. Because Bruce Dern was already like in his t-shirt and he was all like, you know, like, you know, dirty from trying to get the monster or yep. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So and the, the monster goes. That's right. And he kills a couple of bikers. Of course, the biker theme. You know. Yeah, they had the bikers there and. There was... And one of the bikers is this guy called Gary Kent. Is that the gigantic guy? No. no. Oh, because that guy... That guy that didn't get get off the motorcycle, I bet you he was almost as big as that other guy. No, no. Gary Kent was the other guy. The the skinny dude, The skinny dude. He's been in a lot of B-movies, but he was also in The Forest. He was the dad. Remember The Forest? The one where... 
that they had the, the the kids went into the forest on on a vacation and the dad was like some oh, cannibal oh, guy with the oh, ghost oh, kids shit. or whatever. Yeah. That's him. Oh like, my god. That's Gary Ken from the forest. Wow. Yeah. Good callback. I didn't even remember we did that movie. Yeah. No, yeah. No, that I remember that because he's in that weird the, the rotted mom. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. Oh, with the dead mom and the ghost children and like he's got oh, the baseball shit. cap and he's like. The big gray beard, and he's like a sad kind of cannibal dad yeah. or whatever. But that, yeah, the guy that was with him, the other guy, yeah. that was a that was a huge dude. That guy was big and his, his he was muscular. You know, I thought they were gonna do more with him where they would actually fight. Yeah. But the the seven four guy probably can't do very much. Like nah. he's probably, you know, like, has like Gort. Remember the guy that played Gort can't really do a lot because the size is too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but then he decides that, and then when when they were chasing that biker mama I was like you know I don't think she's gonna run I think a biker chick is gonna turn around and start stabbing like yeah. she was probably just as tough or tougher than those dudes sure, cause she yeah. was not having any guff you know I thought she would've just turned around and started swinging and started stabbing but oh and, and, we, and we forgot when, the, when we forgot that when the, the two headed guy first gets out he, he starts killing kids on lover's lane remember? oh yeah he just kills everyone yeah before he gets to the bikers they go on a killing spree and that's when the cops show up because he gets these two kids in the in a in the convertible on lover's lane and he just drags both of their heads up and like yeah. you know they see their feet dangling and one of the other kids is like calls the cops or whatever says mm. hey some two-headed monster so now the cops are getting involved in yep. this or yeah. whatever. So they got the bloodhounds, you know, and the whole... Burr, 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 yeah, the yeah, whole thing. The whole thing. We've seen it a million times. We've seen it a million times. Because then the gas station guy tells Casey, Casey, he's like, oh, what are you here for that thing? He's like, no, I'm just... What's why? What, what are you talking about? And he was like, ah, some kids got murdered. They say it's a two-headed monster. And he was like, and he <laughs> and he like went right back up to Bruce Dern's place. That's how he went back into the story because the gas station guy alerted him and he was like, huh, I yeah. know someone that does two-headed experiments. Yeah, I know a two-headed guy. That's weird. So then he goes and he teams up with the girl, uh, with Mer- uh, Munster with girl, Pat Priest, yeah, Pat Priest, and then uh, so then they're in the thing. Now this is the whole. It, we're getting to the ending here. We're getting to the ending there. At some point, the monster comes back. Yeah. And then he, and then while they're looking for him, he comes back to the to the place and he grabs Pat Priest out. So now he's got her in the classic two-headed monster with the with the heroin, like oh, in his arms or whatever. Yeah, like robot monster. And, and they go back to the cave because before all this happened, they found the cave as a hideout because that was the cave where. John Bloom was a kid, you yeah, know. That's where he got was. asphyxiated. So they got a good hideout. So they take, yeah. so they take him in a back. mine. It's a, it's a it's mine. A mine. Yeah, mining right. It's a mine. Yeah. So they take, so they grab her. They take her back to the mine, and then that's where everybody shows up. Bruce Dern sees them. They go there. The cops find them. They go there. <laughs> so that's where the big battle royale happens <laughs> yep. between everybody. You know. <laughs> so. And it's like, and all of a sudden they're fighting, and like he grabs, uh, he, he they kill the old guy, and then I think he grabs Bruce Dern, he throws him, and when he throws Bruce Dern, like the mind starts, uh, you know, collapsing, ex- collapsing or, or whatever. Yeah. So Casey Kasem shows up, grabs Marilyn Munster. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem. I'm getting the blonde, and he this grabs is American her. Top Forty. <laughs> he grabs the girl and runs. And no. Runs. Well, we gotta yeah. save Bruce Dern. She goes, no, no, he's toast. Yeah, <laughs> let's start a better life together, and then the whole thing collapses. So then, but the weird thing was when they're collapsing, you see like Bruce Dern lying there, and the monster lying there, and then Bruce Dern puts his hand out, and him and the two-headed monster like grab hands while yeah, they're like dying. I was like, that was weird. It was weird. Okay, and then the, the, the thing collapses, and they come out, and then they're, the 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 police go to Casey Case, and what what happened? You know, it was like, well. uh you know, doctor, you know, because Marilyn Munster, Pratt Priest didn't want him to uh, talk bad about the guy. the guy. He smirks the guy. Yeah. He smirks the guy. So he goes, oh, he, he tried to save the day, but he couldn't, and he died. And they're yeah. like, okay, the end. Oh, yes, thankfully. I mean, I know. I didn't like this one as much as you. I want to like it better because it was, a, it was like, even though it was 1971, it really had the makings of a 1963 oh, movie yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. This, <laughs> was, this had the mentality of an older movie with the sensibilities of, like, the early 70s. So there, right. was, there was something about that. that yeah. That's what I like I like about Casey it. Kasem. Yeah. He's, he's a, he must have been a very funny guy. Yeah, I guess I don't know was. what he was like. I mean, in real life, he strikes me as someone... That was kind of a goofball and kind of funny, but I might be reading that wrong. Maybe he was a yeah, a, a jerk. I don't, I don't know, know, but much about it. I mean, yeah, all I remember was American Top Forty. <laughs> Dude. So what are you gonna give this one? Oh, I'm gonna give it a seven just because I love this crap. Uh, I was gonna, boy, you know, you're swaying me a little bit. I was gonna give it like a four, 
But I think I think a five for me. Okay, you're Just, on the fence. I'm right on the fence. Take it or leave. Take it, it or leave it. I I don't know what missed with me. That's the problem. When I was like watching this, I didn't like, of course, the victimizing other women nonstop. Uh, that put me in a bad mood. And but like I don't, I can't put my finger on what I was like. Ugh. Like I don't know why I was. I didn't like the movie because. All these things we've seen before, and they're fine. You know? uh, yeah, it just happens. Sometimes yeah. it clicks, and sometimes maybe it's I was just burned yeah. out on the doctor two headed thing. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But doesn't, again, again, I think the thing with two heads is a little bit better because it's a comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, and it's also that foot Rosie, Rosie Greer, Rosie yeah. Greer, and you're like, it's so stupid. Like it's so fun. like you have to laugh sometimes. But it's a fine movie. Like I like that one. I like that one. You know, it was yeah, a funny, yeah, yeah. But, but it was a funny movie, and, and it was a good movie, kind of. You know. But you know, I like this one too because it was more of like the old style. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This is straight up old. End of an era. Old Mad monster doctor, style. Mad you know, doctor. Old style yeah. thing. It was like it was like almost like one of the last brain that couldn't die type yeah. of movies or whatever. Right. Even though there was there was probably others afterwards. And then we're gonna go to a trailer break, and then we come back. Oh my God, the '80s are gonna punch you in the face with the stupidity. Are gonna, they're going to hurt. The 80s are going to hurt. And, and now, soon. We'll be right back. Well, folks, Mama's wrong again. <laughs> no kind of saying this. You're wrong. Mama's right. All right. Mama's right. Mama's right. What's up with this medulla oblongata? <laughs> It all began with a curse. The evil you did this day will be avenged. A curse of the dead hand. The hand that crawls, creeps, and kills. And now the screaming starts, starring Peter Cushing. From Cinerama releasing in color. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. From the mists of infinity, they come, rising from the cold, damp earth to take what is now theirs. My God, When the moon turns red, the dead shall rise and walk the earth. From the gates of hell, they have finally come. The gates of hell. No one under 17 admitted without parent or certified adult guardian. Wow. Here's a movie that tells it and shows it like it really is. If you've seen the daring and revealing October Playboy photo spreads of Barbara McNair, including actual scenes from her new movie, you will understand why publishing standards do not permit showing these scenes in your newspaper. When Barbara McNair gives Raymond St. Jacques a look that says... Suck to me, baby. And Raymond St. Jacques responds with the most torrid love scenes you've ever seen on any screen. You'll understand why this theater positively cannot admit anyone under 18. What is this wild movie? It's If He Hollers, Let Him Go. Happy now, asswipe. All right, and as promised, the 80s. The 80s. Oh, man. The end of the 80s. Yeah, this is solid... 80s. This is so bad. This, this movie cost maybe like what a couple hundred bucks to make or something. Had to be. Had to be nothing. Nothing or less is what it cost. This is Ed Wood like this movie. Yep. And uh, it's it's famous only because MST. MST did it. And it's one of the fun. It's one of the best MSTs. Is it okay? Yeah. Um. Obviously, I I'm a huge MST fan. I watch them all. I love them all. Um. Some are stand out as like these. Where everything is so funny, you just can't stop laughing. And like, you know, uh, Space Mutiny is one, and uh, Werewolf is one, and this one is uh, Hobgoblins. We're talking about 1988. Yeah, I think H- so. Hobgoblins. I think so. Um, just a, this is on most lists of the top 50 worst movies ever, uh, or dumbest movies ever, or yeah. nonsensical movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I've watched the MST version so many times. I I can go line for line basically. Was it just as good without MST? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know the bad, the, not the bad part. Uh, the, the MST lines were in my head as I was watching it. Oh, like, that's cool. So sometimes I was laughing at what they were saying. You know. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. I, and I've always wanted to do that. There's very few of the MST movies that I have seen on both versions. Some, some of course, you know. 
the brain that couldn't die. Yeah, something, yeah, like yeah. some of those famous ones I've seen, but I've never seen like you know I would never watch Hobgoblins. So I was like, oh, let's do that for the hell of it, you know. It's it's a stupid movie. Oh God, is it? Um, you can tell, like you're saying, it was just one of those movies that they had an idea, they kind of went with it. It doesn't work. Well, the, you know. <laughs> well, how many movies were made that were like, okay, first you had Gremlins, then you had Munchies, and then you had Ghoulies, then you had like stuff like Leprechaun, and then <laughs> of course, you know. The director said, hey, I got an idea. Let's I can do that. Let's get some puppets. Yeah, so this is a puppet movie. The puppets, the guy, I, when I was watching a little bit of the interview, the, the guy who did the puppet said that he they would have he would have done a lot more with them, but he didn't have any money. Of course, his money, this movie is like made, like I said, for a few thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, if that. It, this probably didn't even get into ten. No. This is probably under ten thousand dollars to make this movie. So they didn't know. have any. Mo- they didn't have enough money for the puppet. And, and almost somebody, I read a review of it, and somebody said, you know, the house where they're filming. It almost looked like it was a, a, a what you call it, a, a house where somebody left the house or whatever, because the lawn was oh, was tall. Sh- there was no furniture. It was almost like a, a you know, like either a, the, sh- the one of those model homes. Not like even a show- model home. Oh, like uh, abandoned. Abandoned home or whatever. There was no furniture hardly. Been. There was nothing on the walls, you know. It was like, wow, this is like really sparse here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Such a weird movie. So it was like almost like, hey, we got there's an abandoned house. Hey, we got some scenes we can make in here. Okay, let's do it. You know, yeah. which is all good old style cheapo filmmaking. Yep, so. and they made it. They I don't know where they filmed it. Uh, they were pretending it was like a old Hollywood studio lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just most the of the factory sh- problem. Yeah, or a bank. Oh yeah, bank. It, was, it had to be something because there was that ga- that that bank vault down there. There's a bank vault. Yeah, it had to be like a bank or something. The the basic story is there's a there's a, a security guard who is he's worked on this movie lot as a security person for 30 years. At one point, hobgoblins showed up in an alien ship, which was the most funniest shot ever because the ship was like a, a trash can or something like that. It was tiny. It, it would have never fit anything in it, but they they stuffed those three dolls in, and they're like, oh, here's their ship. And you're like, okay, proportionately, they would have never lived in there, but whatever. So then he he stored these aliens, because no one would believe them, in the bottom of this, in the vault in this uh, uh, Hollywood studio. And the hobgoblins were making everyone's dream come true. And but then all the dreams always turned to killing them or bad things happened from yeah, them. Yeah, 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 right. So there was always the double-edged sword, which they say that a lot. Which you know, your dreams often become your nightmares. Be careful what you wish. For. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, we have millions of sayings for them, or at least two. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and then this now he's old, and and you know they've been around for thirty years, and the Hollywood the 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 studio is defunct now, but they're still watching it because there's film vaults and stuff like that, and they get out. And you know, and and the guy you're supposed to be rooting for is this kid, Kevin. Yeah. Who has this ice queen of a girlfriend? Right, right, right. Who's yeah. just the biggest jerk in the world. Yep. And uh, he's like kind of like a lo- lovable loser they're trying to go for. And uh, he just is this whining, annoying guy. Like. Yeah, he's like the first guy that that the first security guard okay. kid, you know, went into the vault, even though the old guy told him not to go in there. And then like no, don't go in there. And, and he keeps saying it. You're like, oh. And so all of a sudden he's acting like a rock star. Yeah. And you're like, huh? What the hell is this all about? Because the grim uh, is whatever's in here. The hobgoblin giving him like the ability to become a rock star. And then he yep. like blows up or something. No, he yeah. Know? Well, he he like does a stage dive, but there's no one there and he dies. Yeah, something like that. And then it's like, okay, yeah, this is weird. So then this guy, the guy Kevin, you're talking about, is the second guy. Who shows up out of the blue in the members only jacket oh, and like you know asks the old guy hey can you give me a job blah, blah, blah. and then he's like yeah okay yeah. yeah so you know so he gets a job and then at, at some point the I guess is the first guy did, did the first guy let the hop goblins out no, the second, no, no Kevin did Kevin does because yeah go ahead no go well ahead. just yeah because he, he, he well he's trying to get like there's this guy well first before that there was like this he has this gun. Oh no! It was after that. It was after. Uh, so he he's showing him around the thing. He's like, "Don't go in there." And 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 he does. Of course, immediately goes in there and lets he lets them out because he thought there was a guy sneaking around inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was this really cheesy guy like pre- pretending like to be a, a silent. Guy yeah, he was trying to be a, like a silent movie guy sneaking around, you know, or something like that. And uh, and then, boy, this is just broken. And then he goes downstairs like he's not supposed to. Opens the vault and 
and the hobgoblins get out, but you don't even see them because they just do that. Look down at your feet and pretend something's running yeah, out. Yeah, then you see them like running around a little cart or whatever. They're driving a cart. cart and just yeah, and then after that, that's when the guy, the, the the punk guy, shows up and he tries to break in or whatever, and they like. He does like the nunchucks thing or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then like you know the the old guy like you know the the kid goes he grabs the old guy and the kid goes shows up with a gun and he's like mm. you don't have the guts to do it or you wouldn't do it and the kid shoots the gun up in the air and then the punk guy like runs away yeah. or whatever. But then yeah, so I th- but then we go to now we're the introduced house. to the other characters at the house is the ice queen. Uh, 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 I guess a gay friend? No, not a gay. No, friend. no, no. He's not gay. Little, oh yeah, horny little guy. Yeah, he likes to do the phone sex. He does thing. the phone sex, which hey, remember the eighties phone yeah, sex yeah, lines. Yeah, uh, and then you got like the her horny punk rock friend or whatever. Yeah, the uh, the girl is, is just odd. Yeah, she's an odd girl. And then, funny, and then though, yeah, though. and then her boyfriend shows up, who's was at the army for two months. Yeah, right. Uh, Nick, who is just this. Alpha male kind of jerky guy, but he's just looking for sex. It's all the uh, so is the girl. Yeah, too. it's all it's all just about sex, you know. Yeah, uh, and then he he decides that he's going to teach Nick about like. Uh, or Nick teaches Kevin how to hand to hand fight yeah, with like like with like rakes or something yeah. like that well, and, and, and hose. But, but yeah, but Kevin Kevin was like being the biggest jerk to this yeah. guy. Oh yeah. The whole yeah. scene, and I'm like, well. I don't know. He just—it was—it it makes bit, no sense. It didn't whatsoever. make any sense how it was. Like written. most of this movie, you know. So he beats the crap out of Kevin, and he's like, "Oh, you know, whatever." You I know. just wanted to make you proud, Amy. How are you supposed to make me proud? And they start fighting while the other two go and have sex in the van because yeah, he's yeah. driving one of those <laughs> blacked-out vans. You know, it was really. Cheesy. And then, and then, before, after the gremlins got out, the old guy tells him, "Hey, you know, you got to get these gremlins." before dark because if you don't you know all hell will break loose or yeah. whatever and they don't like light no so they're attracted to noise and light that's why they go to the house they're attracted to light they don't like darkness or yeah, whatever yeah that's why they, they, they got to that house because they were playing this 80's music this synth pop uh, horrible mu- mu- and so they go to his house you're like okay that the odds of that are very slim yeah right whatever yeah, yeah. so now they have goblins are there and they're causing all sorts of havoc havoc yeah they, they said if they get inside one of the people, like they'll like all you know the the person will freak out and you know like like what happened to the guy in the beginning, you remember the rocks yeah. the kid who became a it rock makes star. your dreams come true. But it also so, screws you yeah. up or whatever. So like yeah like the one hobgoblin plays the 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 horn of that guy's van. So the girl thinks Nick's there to pick him up. So she goes out there and then they're rolling around in the dirt. Uh, she's like fighting the hobgoblin yeah, and she yeah. runs in and then. Then uh, Nick shows up and they he's gonna throw a grenade into the house, but to get the hobgoblins. To get the hobgoblins, but but he's like, no, don't. And then they go, they. Oh God, I can't even. Yeah, it, 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 it is goofy. And then they, basically they fight off the hobgoblins, but then like they they find out that one of the girls, the ice queen, like escaped or whatever. She, well, she left. Yeah, first the horny teenager kid, the goofball kid. Uh, he calls the sex that's line. That's right. He calls and, the sex and line. And Fantasia right. is. Like shows and that's up. That's the girl that always talked to him on the yeah, phone. Yeah, always talks to him on the phone, <laughs> and he calls from his friend's house. Side side note, that happened to my friend Jim, uh, Jimmy, who went like right out of high school. He got his own place. And this was like party town. Yeah, right. I'm sure. Right. I mean, it, it was out of control. Party town. I guess like they were at his house and like they were doing all this. They were talking on one of those lines like the whole night because they were on <laughs> drugs, and it was like, it was like thousands of dollars. Oh my god! His phone bill was thousands of dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting little story. Did they pay it? I don't think so. Yeah, he paid it. Yeah. He paid the money. I think he had to. Yeah. Oh my uh, god! Oh, they shut his phone off. Well, shut the phone off. Well, no, cares? he had. He had. This was. Yeah, I know. This, this is a lot of crazy stuff going on. He always parked his car right outside of his, out of his apartment, and he got a ticket every night. <laughs> he lost his car because of tickets or ten thousand dollars of tickets. Oh my god! It was just weird. It was whatever. Well, it was the eighties. It was the eighties, and 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 the, a lot of eighties sensibilities were going on. But uh, it's okay, whatever. So that's the side note with the phone sex line, which is yeah, that's right. So the, the the lady shows up and she's all in her like you know like leather pants or shiny pants, tiger. <laughs> And then they go, let's go out to like Lovers Reputation Lane. Road, Reputation or, Road, or yeah. whatever, yeah. And I guess the is, is was the lady been like taken over by a gremlin or something like no, that. No, well that's all a fantasy. 
The lady wasn't even there. Oh, it was all a fantasy. Okay, I missed yeah. that part. Yeah, that that's was right. the, gr- the the gremlins like make the fantasies, but the that's fantasies right. always that's come around right. to kill them. That's right. Yeah, the, the weirdest about thing about that the lines when when he called this the sex lines. Yeah, she was the, saying some the weird lines crap. She was saying were like, "What? What are you <laughs> talking about?" Like, she was making up these weird scenarios, but they didn't work they weren't like they were really stupid it was so stupid it was so bad they were kind of funny but they were so stupid it's like oh I'm the zookeeper don't put me in the, the monkey pit and all this stuff. you're like what the yeah, hell I know. Somebody this is wrote an insane that. person like, yeah it's, it's a good comedy okay. man it's a comedy they're trying to be funny but they just ended up being like weird and confusing so weird. or whatever it was so weird but yeah so yeah that's right and then like she's getting ready to pull him off the cliff but you know the 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 other guy shows up and yeah, he saves him. Saves her, but the, but the car goes over the cliff. Of course, and it blows up. At and the then end she goes away because he killed the hit the gremlin with a rake. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. So, but then, but now, let's fast forward. They come back and they find out that the guy's girlfriend is gone. Yeah, the the ice queen has now become a. She's gone to Club Scum. Club, Club Scum. That was funny. That's yeah. A good name. <laughs> and uh, Club Scum is just this punk bar. And the Fontanelles were playing. The Fontanelles, yeah. They did which, some song called 99 Girls or something like that. I don't know, yeah. Which I thought I'd heard before. They, 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 they were a well-known band. They were there. a well-known yeah. band, okay. So yeah. they were just there. And they but did. they were more like New Wave than punk. Yeah, really. more. It was already like... It wasn't a, hardcore punk. No, and it was like New Wave people or yeah, whatever. But so they get to the club and the, the bouncer won't let them in. You know, he's like, you know, saying, hell, I get out of here, you preppies. Road rash. Yeah, go, go across the street to the preppy bar or whatever. Interesting thing, Road Rash, the bouncer, was also the pawn, the the, the, the evil pawn shop owner from Pulp Fiction. I didn't know that. Bringing the gimp. That's the guy. That's him? That's the guy. Not the gimp, but he's the guy. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yep. interesting. Okay. Yep. Because <laughs> wow. okay. he's, he's, he's done a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, okay. he was like an actual actor. And, um... And in this movie, that's a rare sighting. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. he—he's the evil pawn shop guy. So they get in there, and they're like, they finally get in there because the girl Daphne, you know, the slutty girl, you know, she's like, she whatever with the guy. He goes, yeah, well, if you're friends with Daphne, you can get in or yeah. whatever. He's like, I'm oh, sorry to hear your your soldier boyfriend's back. Let me know when he's gone. Yeah, right. Like that they're having sex too. She's like. All over the place. And then they meet some, like, waitress with, like, some B-52, like, beehive that's, oh like, God. 10 feet up in the it air so or whatever. Tall. And she was like, you know, she's like, can I serve you guys? Oh, we're underage. And the guy comes back with, like, you know, a bunch of, like, fake IDs. And it's like, hey, this is a 40-year-old ID. He goes, shut up, kid, you know. <laughs> Just take it and shut up or whatever, you know. Did you see her dancing over the credits with the beehive? Yeah, that yeah. Was yeah awesome. That was I, awesome. I actually kind of liked that. I thought it was funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they're sitting there watching the show, and the guy's looking for his girlfriend. All of a sudden, she, she there's some, like, MC who's kind of like, you know, whatever. You know, he's, he's, he's kind of odd. You know, he's a weird that. guy. He's a weird guy. And he's like, and here's our new, uh, you know, attraction or whatever. Uh, so-and-so, whatever, our April or whatever the hell her name was, you mm-hmm. know. So she shows up and she's doing like a Amy. strip tease. Amy. Yeah. So she shows up and she starts doing like a strip tease or whatever. And he goes, Amy, no, you can't do that. You know, she's like, you know, that was her wildest fantasy, I guess. She was so like uptight or whatever that like that when the gremlin got to her, she became like, you know, this super crazy stripper girl. Super crazy stripper girl or whatever. So she's doing her thing and he's... Be a good band name. Super crazy stripper girl. Yeah, there you go, a Japanese band or whatever. Nice. Yeah. So then at some point, like, as I get, I, I'm like, going like, what is going on here? You know. So at some point, like the the, the Nick's the, drill sergeant the, comes. The drill sergeant comes. That's in. a fantasy in his head. Oh. So the, okay. the gremlins made him have now that now the gremlin like this just becomes this odd movie where Nick has two Uzis and a bunch of grenades, and it's just Squib Town, USA. Yeah, he goes in there and he starts like blowing the place up. Just squibs everywhere. And, People and and the and his uh, drill instructor, it's like you know, like trying to get Daphne to go out and he's like, like yeah, service you go- all the guys in the truck outside or whatever. You know, he's yeah, like, this is what we got. Uh, you know, I lost track of it or whatever. It's at this so point. stupid. So Nick starts blowing up the whole place, and then like they end up blowing him up. You know, they end up. I think who it was Kevin or somebody else throws like the grenade at him. Or no, yeah. it was the kid. It was the. It was yeah. the kid, the phone, and, it throws him, and he's like, and he's like, lights him up on fire uh, or whatever. Uh, uh, some guy got paid to do that, walk around in a fire suit. Yeah. Uh, and just. And then, and then risk the, his life for this and movie. Then, and then the girl grabs a grenade and blows up the drill instructor. Yeah. And then so, so then they leave. 
And they're like, oh, okay, all the all the gremlins. They all the gremlins are like dead now. No, they're going back. To, they went back to the vault. They went back to the vault. Yeah, or whatever. Like, you know, you how many like, could be left? I thought there was like three of them. But anyway, who cares? So now, now we're back at the storage place. Yeah, yeah. And the old guy got fired by the by the 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 studio owner. And there was like this long-running theme throughout here where the old guy kept on going, did I ever tell you what I did in the army? And no one ever listened, and they would just be... And then action would start, and he wouldn't talk about it. And he was like, oh, I got fired today. And he was like... And then the, Kevin's like, well, I guess I'll take your place. And he's like, no, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. He's like, did I ever tell you what I did in the army? I was a, mu- a munitions, munitions specialist. So he blows up the whole studio. With the gremlins. With the gremlins, or with the hobgoblins in them. For the hobgoblins, yeah, I keep saying gremlins. And you're like, okay, great. But then that guy shows up, that from the that that side plot cul-de-sac where the the guy who's trying to break in he shows up with a gun and then what the hell happens here? Did they he, shoot him? The old yeah, guy the shot old guy sh- shoots, and shoots him. And he disappears. He disappears. Because he was a gremlin too yeah, I guess yeah. or something. Yeah, the old guy shot him because he, he, he showed up and he was getting ready to kill him and the old guy like yeah. you know blew him away or whatever and then like you thought he was dead Nick shows up yeah because all bandaged up because yeah, the other guy was the other guy's going after the, the girl the skinny Daphne. girl's trying to get with Daphne now and she's like oh Nick you're back oh the hell with you you idiot kid yeah, yeah, and she like, throws down the throws then down they go crutches. back in the truck and they start humping or whatever yeah. and, then, and then the girl's like Amy's like oh why don't we go have sex and he's like finally and that's the end of the movie well this is a, this is this and and, and we and we and we are having a hard time even describing yeah, this thing. This is one of those where it didn't, ha- it didn't have an intricate plot, but there was so much goofiness going on that you yeah. forgot about. You know, it would be like describing Porky's or, or yeah, describing yeah. like you can't really. It's just a thing. You can't really talk about the plot line in any coherent manner because there isn't anything really there. It's just a lot of goofiness. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And. Just some stuff made me laugh. I yeah. I don't know. It was it was one of yeah, those comedies yeah. where they were obviously in over their head. Yeah. They yeah, didn't. Yeah. Nobody in there was ever an actor or ever would be. Um, and I they just kind of had were having fun with it and just doing whatever they could. Yeah. Most of the people were likable in it. They were yeah. okay. They were passable. Even, even though like they weren't Nick actors. Was funny. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, he was funny. He was kind of funny. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. A, it's a bad movie, but it's not a horrible movie. Yeah. But, it was but like you got to really be into the eighties. This is like. This is. This oh is, yeah. This is painfully eighties. Yeah. 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 If you don't. If you're not a fan of the eighties, this one will be like. Ugh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Even though it only cost two bucks, but some of the movie, <laughs> some of the best movies only cost exactly. two bucks. Exactly. So I don't so, know. So yeah, I give it a six or something. Yeah, I'm right like there that. with you. I was gonna go with a six. I was, I was thinking seven, but that's too high. That's a yeah. little too. Yeah, high. way too high. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> no. It, you know, the I probably, probably you know the other problem with it. No, no boobage. We didn't get any boobage out of these two movies at all. You know. Nothing. So if this one would have shown a little bit, you would have gone. Eh, Maybe a little six point five or something, depending on what. But nothing, you know. Yeah, no, nothing. No, it's it was. Crazy. All, it was. They were all pretty clean, and you know, whatever. So, and then Hobgoblins on YouTube, and. Uh, oh yeah, they had, now they did make a second one, like we talked about, but I couldn't find it. I wanted to watch it. I was gonna surprise you by watching both of them for no reason. Yeah. But uh, but that didn't happen because. I believe the second one doesn't have the same actors in it. No. The different actors. different actors, same story. He the guy said he just made he just took all the things that that uh, MST made fun of and amped it up. So you're like, okay, well that doesn't even make. And any it was sense. made in 2009, so that yeah. was a really long time to wait between movies. Now. No thanks. I think I'll pass on. I it. know. I'll leave the original as it is, and we'll take it as. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A document of like the end of the 80s. Bye 80s. Yeah, bye. 90s are coming soon. <laughs> Yuck. So. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. Um, two. Eh. Kind of okay movies. Okay movies. Yeah. Uh, my name is Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you next week with more classic cinema. Tell me, what is your secret? How do you find yourself in the right position all the time? That, 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 that's a good question. What, what happens is that the, 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 the center has, has the ball first, and, and, and a quarterback will say hike. That's when the center puts the, the ball in, into the, the hands of, of the quarterback. So what I'll do is I'll start tackling the quarterback, unless he gives the ball to somebody else, in which case I'll, t- I'll try to tackle that person. Hmm. Gentlemen, what brings me to my next point, don't smoke crack. <laughs>